Welcome to Cooking for Love, a podcast exploring the stories of people who cook from the heart, inspired by my nanny who taught me what cooking for love meant. I'm Kate Mobley and this week I'll be chatting to the lovely May. May runs a chilli oil business in Manchester called Rice Over Everything and her chilli oils are truly delicious because as she says she focuses on the flavour not just the heat. May started the business in lockdown and was inspired by the London restaurant One Key, where she used to go purely for the chilli oil. As well as supplying numerous shops with her oils, May has also um, offered meal kits, which are available to order online, and does supper clubs and pop-ups around Manchester. I haven't managed to get to one yet, but I'm very excited for when I can, as they look amazing. So without further ado, May, welcome to Cooking for Love. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, how are you today? I'm all right. I feel quite full. I just had a bowl of ri- yeah, rice noodle. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, I'm really full at that one. Was that something you cooked yourself? Or? No, no, no. We just went to this uh, new uh, noodle place in Stockport called uh, Me Conquette. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Was yeah. it good? Yeah, it was good. It was South it was Southeast Asian noodle mm-hmm. dishes. So yeah, had to pay a visit what? with my Burmese family. Nice. Oh, that sounds like a very nice Thursday afternoon treat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh. Um, so I always kick things off by asking what's something you've cooked recently that's excited you? Uh, something I cooked recently is uh, is just testing my new recipe for because I'm doing a vegan Sunday at Grab this night. Like, oh, Sunday. cool! Okay. Yeah, so I've um, you know, like a a load of fries. So mm-hmm. I've been making uh chickpea tofu fries. Yeah. So I've just sort of I like, wanted to step up and do the loaded uh chickpea tofu fries. So oh. it's got yeah, it's got chip chickpea tofu fries on top of it. It's a chickpea tofu sauce instead of cheese sauce. Uh-huh. And then I'll just bring onion, sesame seeds, and my chili oil and fresh green chilies. So, oh my gosh, that sounds yeah. amazing! Yeah, it was good. It was good. So I'm really looking forward to that on Sunday. I hope it sells. It's just my first time doing it, so it's a bit, you know, like, I don't know whether people will like that because it's just like it's tofu chickpea. It's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't. Some people just get confused when they said, you know, one. I I do chickpea tofu. Um curry as well mm-hmm. and people think it's just chickpea curry so right, okay. yeah because yeah. sort of so, you yeah. so there's lots of questions I want to ask already. <laughs> 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 so you make your own tofu with chickpeas so you like so you yeah. blend it together and then you like set it is that right yes so instead of using the chick chickpea itself I use gram flour so it's basically a powder okay right yeah so I you know sort of like mix them with the you, you have to um boil it with water and I mix it really well stir it constantly to get the consistency mm-hmm. and then set it cold uh, yeah and then just fry them or I make it into a salad or into a curry you know you that's really it, cool yeah. especially for like an alternative vegan option that um doesn't have soy in yeah it's yeah like, yeah quite rare yeah. actually yeah it's gluten-free yeah. yeah yeah oh that sounds like so the loaded fries I think it'll do really well because it's like we'll see, we'll see. It, but obviously for street food it's so hard to know um yeah, what yeah. especially like. 
being a Burmese food, people are a little bit like concerned because they don't know what they're getting. So they mm-hmm. always ask questions. And, you know, when they actually get it, they love it. But it's just, you know, introducing yeah. that to them. It's a bit difficult. Yeah. No, it is tricky. Yeah. I think a load of fries, people, as soon as people see that, they'll be like, mm. and then it's like something they recognize, but with a bit of a twist yeah yeah so I'm, I'm gonna make a bit of like you know the corn um minced corn um mm-hmm. tomato sauce instead of you know like a meaty meat sauce yeah. that goes on top of like chili sort of like that sort of style but Burmese style in with the minced corn so nice. I'm gonna make the sauce and that goes on on the tofu fries as well oh that sounds so good yeah it, it was really good like I always test it out on my husband who's like very white you know he's yeah. English, and like, yeah. so I always if he likes it I know people will like it yeah pass the <laughs> um pass the test yeah that's it and my son even though yeah. he's Burmese, he loves you know he prefers obviously European food over Asian food oh he really my husband's cooking yeah my husband's a good cook as well but he cooks European you know style food pasta you know all the, the mm-hmm. stuff that silent my son loves so mm. I tested out on both of them and if they love it yeah it's a thumbs up that's good my yeah. my husband he is like really positive and is like really generous with his compliments but <laughs> it means that I can't always decipher whether it's actually good or not yeah yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean my husband can be brutally honest <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah it is good it's good you know I'm um, sometimes I'm like hmm you know I thought that was good <laughs> yeah well it's like you need to um when it's just for home it's fine but like if you're actually wanting to sell something you need an honest opinion don't you yeah yeah that's it and I want to keep it at, as authentic as I could mm-hmm. you know I, I refuse to do it's not that anything's wrong with selling chips but like we don't have we don't do fries in Burma, so I try not right. to do that. But instead of fries, I would do chickpea tofu fries, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I try that's, to. Yeah, be, that's a good know. way to do it because I mean, yeah. people love fries. So yeah, I know. It's nice to have an, a like offering for those people as well. The amount of time people ask me if I do fries mm-hmm. and pop ups, you know, they're like, "Oh, yeah. do you do chips?" Like, no, sorry. Huh? I know. I was the same and I was like no I'm <laughs> selling fresh pasta I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> that's so funny I haven't actually cooked a lot recently but yeah. something that excited me was because we've been away so I've not been cooking where have you been um we went to Indiana and New York Ooh. Um, oh yeah of course you mentioned was, yeah, yeah it was it. so much fun um but yeah I haven't so I've not cooked for a while which has actually been quite nice but obviously in New York we ate really well but something that was so exciting which I hadn't had before was frozen custard and I was like is that not just ice cream but everyone was saying in Indiana right this is what you need to get when you're here and it was so good it was like sounds good yeah it was like in between um like soft serve so like Mr Whippy and ice cream so it was like, it was really soft and creamy. Yeah, it was really good. We should have one. We don't even have, like, I know, like, I love frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. We don't have many places that do, you know. That no, yeah. I know. Like, when I lived in Edinburgh, there was literally frozen yogurt everywhere. And yeah. London, I think, as well. There's London, loads, yeah, but yeah, very popular. Yeah, in Manchester, we don't really. Or even, like, I mean, I'm trying to think now if there's somewhere obvious I'm forgetting, but, like, 
there's not like an artisan ice cream place or anything like that, is there? Yeah, like there are ice cream places, but like I don't like normal ice cream flavor. Mm. I like like different things, and there aren't many to be fair. I I would love to have an Asian dessert place, you know, like yeah. dying for it. We've got one here, but then again, you know, got limited amount of flavors. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping when Zos opens, yes, La, that yeah. she'll have her ice cream there. Yes, yes, have you tried the... her um ubi? yeah yes my favorite that's my favorite flavor I love oh it. my gosh I when know. I had that at her supper club she like gave obviously knowing us she gave us a very generous portion but I was like how do I get more of this <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love them I love them and like all these Asian flavor dessert I mm-hmm. you know really miss it yeah it's like one of the things that we don't have here I think she should have like a tub yes <laughs> sell it with the scoop you know that'd mm. be amazing I'll, I'll yeah I'll tell her that <laughs> yeah you need to petition her to do it <laughs> um so obviously you're a great cook now but did you was cooking and eating quite a big thing for you growing up so uh, it's a funny story because my grandma she's like she's like she's a wild you know she was a wild child her parents were like never let her do anything and then she got married to my my granddad my granddad spoiled her you know like proper spoiled her so she didn't know she's not very she's not a really good she's not a good housewife basically she right. didn't cook and she didn't clean but she, you know what she knew she knew how to teach people what to do right so she cooks like she would tell people to like what to put in the sauce or you know like direct people to do give them all these recipes but she never mm-hmm. actually cooked okay good delegator yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something like that so she was you know she, but she wouldn't so because she was spoiled she obviously didn't let either me or her daughters my aunt and my my mom never let them cook so okay my mom recently she she's bad too she's not a very good cook but she just started cooking so mm-hmm. like they didn't like after she turned 50 she just thought okay I'm just gonna start cooking but my, yeah yeah um my mom wasn't a big like she's she's a foodie now she wasn't a foodie before but my aunt has always been a good cook okay so I never usually I didn't cook until I turned 25 after like after I had my son oh really yeah that's quite old like to yeah, yeah. and um oh, my because I lived with my dad my dad is such an amazing cook mm-hmm. and I went to uni from house you know from his house so like, I never really like, right. I do, yes so I didn't even I the, the only thing I made was like instant noodle and Friday mm-hmm. until I had my son oh that's amazing but it was like food so you had people cooking for you and yeah. so it's like it's still a big, still a big yeah it is deal, yeah. yeah especially in Burma like I the only time every time we go back is you know everything's related with food like mm-hmm. family gathering everything every time I go home people that like to feed you isn't I think that's like another Asian thing mm-hmm. people just you know you can't just go visit someone's house not eat they get yeah. offended if you don't eat at their house mm-hmm. so that's like growing up that's the thing and I obviously I have a lot of Burmese friends and Burmese communities so like growing up in UK even with that community so food hasn't always been a, a great you know thing in my life and mm-hmm. it's just been the culture yeah what well, um if you when you go to um Burma 
when you arrive and you're having like a big meal with your family what's what's on the table like what's or what do you want to be on the table oh because my mom never she's not a good cook um we usually go out and eat okay yeah we don't cook at home as much but Mm -hmm. I know some like of my friends family they they do cook and eat as a family I don't have a big family I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. so we always go out and when we go out we eat it's very I don't know if you've heard of hot pot yes hot yeah. pot is a it's like a like broth you mm-hmm. know you cook it yourself and it's like it's, it's a Chinese thing it's a yeah. sort of yeah so that's that's very popular in Burma as well. so that's what we have yeah I don't think I've I've never been to like good hot pot I don't think oh there's one in Chinatown yeah yeah, yeah. I really want what's oh what's it called a and few then, places there's another yeah. new one I haven't been yet but mm. as I heard it's really good so that's like one of those things and it's when you go to the shop they you get like it's not like here you get fresh seafood you know mm-hmm. like squid and all of that is like very fresh and you know tasty mm-hmm. and all mm. these Asian veggies as well Oh, sounds so good. Yeah, that's like the thing that we, you know, everyone in Burma loves hot pot. <laughs> I know it's a Chinese thing, but we all love it. And then we yeah. go for karaoke after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've read about this. It's like being a massive thing. Yes, yes. I'm terrible at karaoke. I cannot sing. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. But most of my Burmese friends are like very good at singing. I think they learn from that you know just by yeah. going to the karaoke yeah that's like a like very traditional thing you go you go to a hot pot place and then after that you go you go drink uh, at the karaoke but karaoke in Burma or in Asia are like clubs you know mm-hmm. the, you have a room that's got like disco lights all the lights and the sound oh, system and, you know you can just dance and yeah you've got proper mic as well so, <laughs> so it's like the, your version of like a night out yeah yeah yeah, yeah, basically, uh, yeah. that sounds way more fun than just clubbing <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially I think it's for our age like mm-hmm. younger people goes clubbing in Burma still yeah. and we don't like we don't like to go to bars or you know you just want to hang out with your own friends mm-hmm. small group like sing karaoke it's like middle age thing I would say oh, fun <laughs> we're not middle-aged yet <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am <laughs> um so you didn't so you learned to cook when you were 25 when was that because you had your son yeah and uh I because I had my son I wasn't working so Mm -hmm. I had plenty of time and and I thought okay and I miss home you know I miss family food and my I wasn't living with my dad (laughs) so I was like okay it's time for me to cook and I started Mm -hmm. cooking the dishes that I like the most I don't know if you've heard of this national Burmese dish called Mohinga, which is... I've got um, it down to ask you about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I started, I think I started off with that because I used to have it like in Burma every day. Mm-hmm. So that's a breakfast dish. Like then again, in Burma, we have noodle dishes for breakfast. Oh, I'm in, oh I love noodles for breakfast. Yeah, it's I such, think it's most Asian yeah. like countries. I don't, another thing that I'm like really it's interesting because it's a very hot country you know mm-hmm. like really you know that part of Asia is like really hot Singapore Thailand we all have hot noodle dishes like and spicy as well yeah spicy super yeah. spicy soup you know mm-hmm. but somehow it keeps you cool 
you know, after you've had it, you sweat yourself out. And I, I think it's just, you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking rubbish, but that's <laughs> what I thought. But we love our hot soup for breakfast. So what's what's in a, a mohinga? Mohinga is um is with rice noodle, is fish soup. Okay. Um yeah, made out of um catfish. Mm-hmm. Or you can yeah, you can make it with anything, but catfish is more sweet. So we make it out of catfish and it's got um rice flour, sometimes people use um gram flour. So, so make it thick you know mm-hmm. make the soup thicker and we have it with fritters you, you can choose different fritters um, to go into the soup and then what a bit of wild egg and also banana stands as well it's very oh, yeah nice yeah. Okay. and I used to have it every morning oh, I was like yeah, with so lots nice. of fresh chilies and yeah oh, I saw on your Instagram because I'm allergic to fish so I couldn't have the traditional one but um, I saw you made a, a vegan one or a vegetarian one. Yeah, so I made that a sounds vegan good one as well. With um, with eggplant with aubergine. Oh, nice. So what I do is I grill the aubergine, mm-hmm. scrape off the you know like uh, take the skin off and just like, oh, scrape it off. Mm-hmm. And because the aubergine, when you saute with onions and garlic and all these things, it, it sort of the texture becomes like stringy. You know, mm-hmm. it's like so it's because the fish soup's got a bit of like fish meat like that mm-hmm. so it's very similar, similar you know? yeah oh, if I don't nice. tell you what that was like if I if, if I don't tell you if, if like I tested on my Burmese friends they're like oh no you know not aubergine because traditional one is fish mm-hmm. so they're like oh no no I was like I, I don't tell them sometimes just give it to them quite nice yeah uh. I told you you know and I use the uh, we use a lot of fish sauce in the soup mm-hmm. so instead of fish sauce I use the um seaweed vegan fish sauce oh cool okay yeah you can order them on uh, Amazon as well yeah. oh I need time. to do that then because yeah, yeah I can't have fish sauce it's really nice yeah. the vegan fish sauce is really nice I use that as well you can't tell really nice yeah I'll make it for you next time you know but when I do when I do the um mohinga and my pop-ups I'll let you know Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking out for the next soccer club I can come to. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing like, because um, we, we've got, obviously, every city's got Chinatown. So we've got our, our Burmese Chinatown, but it's mm-hmm. a little bit different from here. We have different things in, you know, our Chinatown. So I want to recreate that. That's cool. So like Chinatown, yeah. I That'll do be that. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, a lot of, so... You started cooking when you were 25, but then you started your business in lockdown. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just doing the, starting with the chili oils and then. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, the pack, have you done like branding and stuff before? Because the branding is just so cool. Yeah. And like, so the branding. Yeah. Everyone say that. Um, I was like, I was I'm very, you know, very picky and very like, mm-hmm. you know, so my, my, I've got this Burmese designer. Okay. He's got CISO. And I told him I want my brand to be personal. You know, like it needs to be something personal. I don't want to just make it. He just showed me a lot of design and I wasn't like satisfied with it. And then I told him, look, you know, I just want it like, especially, and with my son, my son just started eating all these Burmese noodle dishes. Mm -hmm. So I 
made him the actually I made him that uh, fish noodle soup mohinga um, mm-hmm. for my son, and he was having it. So that that picture I sent it to him, and he's like, I want to recreate that. So that's the, the 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 logo is my son. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, just having a bowl of rice noodle actually. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's such a nice story. Yeah, and you, when you look at it, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like anything. But it's like, what is this? It's a half face mm-hmm. of my son, actually. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, I didn't realize you'd only started in lockdown because when I first got your chili oils, I thought you were like established brand because <laughs> because of the brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's taken off. You're everywhere and. Yeah, I have I have to thank um Pipeets, you know Pippa, because mm-hmm. I sent it, I sent it, I sent the, the set to her, and mm-hmm. she said, "Oh my god, I love this! Can I stock your jars?" I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. of course!" So that was the first place I stocked my jars on her webshop, and okay. she was she just started doing the webshop as well. So she was like trying to collect uh, all these Southeast Asian, especially woman-owned business, you know, mm-hmm. um, condiments and all these um, Asian condiments and, you know, sort of sauces and things like that. So she asked me, I, I sent it to her, like just hoping that she would like it. I wasn't expecting her to like stock my jar. Yeah. And as soon as she posted on her story, obviously people started following me. Yeah, and okay. Yeah, that's how it, you know, took off. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And you're like, so are you uh, um, like with the store group, like food halls? And yeah, like yeah. And then at the general store. I've seen you at Bernie's. Yeah, Bernie's general yeah. store and uh, a few places now. I've got over 10 stock nice. lists. Yeah, I've, I've got many from Ireland. Okay. Got, yeah, like I've got a lot of Irish um, customers, you know, <laughs> regular ones. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so random. Yeah. <laughs> because I've got many stock lists there now. I'm like, okay, I want I want to go to Dublin, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You have to go on a work trip to Dublin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh well, you've told me about Mahingo already, but are there any other um traditional Burmese dishes that we should all know about? Another one that like I, I want to promote is la pet which is a tea leaf salad oh I was going to ask you about this I can't get my head around <laughs> tea leaf salad exactly and I don't think in in Asia a few like I've seen a documentary uh, on Netflix a few places in China they they have it mm-hmm. but in a very different way but like for us it's a very t- traditional thing and we have it after main meal so like okay. it's like between dessert and the main like a digestive kind of yeah yeah thing. okay it's very very traditional it's pickled tea leaf and okay. you can you can only get it from there's I, I always promote them as well uh, they call lost tea company mm-hmm. they sell them so online. they come pickled already yeah okay so, so they, yeah, are the leaves pack- like soft yeah soft. right okay. and it's like it's been seasoned it's been okay. seasoned. It's vegan as well. They season mm-hmm. with, I think, um, instead of what, what we usually have it with is again uh, dry shrimp powder and fish sauce. Mm-hmm. But because they want to make it vegan and you know available for everyone, they I think they use the uh, dashi, but um, seaweed dashi, vegan yeah. dashi. Yeah. So it's amazing. 
Cool. You just and then... you have it with loads of fried nuts, fried mm. beans and nuts, and uh, tomato, uh, fresh chili, coriander, sweet corn, and a bit of cabbage. So oh, sounds really good. I need to try, try it. I'll you order need to some. Try. You love it. It's an, another thing that people are like, ooh, what's this? Pick the tea leaf. And then when yeah. they try, they're like, oh my God, this is really meaty. And it's just very comforting. You know? mm-hmm. I've never I met anyone. I've, I've seen, I can't remember where else I've seen it, but I couldn't get it because they put the fish sauce in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, okay. So if this one's vegan, then I. I yeah, have know. a look. Um, this Lost Tea company, they've Lost got. Lost Tea. Lost Tea, yeah. Okay. They right. source them directly from Burma, so they mm-hmm. they got all the tea leaves from there. Mm. I bet the like, is it um, like is the flavor pickle flavor quite strong or is it? No, it's know. not. It's not that strong. Mm. We call it pickle, but it's not. It's not. You know, it's not too sour. Right. It's just been seasoned and sort of like in oil, so just in a container, you know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't go off. That sort okay. of thing. Yeah. Mm, sounds so nice it's it's really really nice mm-hmm. my husband loves it we used um, to have it every night oh but really is, yeah but the thing is be careful when you have it in the evening because it keeps you up oh my gosh because the caffeine yes. i wouldn't even think about that so when we were younger like in Burma, um we've got like the main last you know end of year exam mm-hmm. every every year so like we gotta we gotta study, you know, mm-hmm. until late. So your parents will make them for you, mm. so that you 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 be awake and you know. That's such a good snack. Yeah, yeah. Because you always, I always want a snack when I'm studying, and then yeah, to have something that keeps you awake as well. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes it just keeps you awake. If you have it too much, you just don't sleep at night. <laughs> So, yeah you got to be careful yeah because yeah, you probably eat more than you would like say if you had a cup of tea yeah of yeah. course yeah because yeah. it's like you know yeah oh that's so funny I know <laughs> that's why we have it in at night it's just like another like we call a student snack okay yeah cool <laughs> so what I mean maybe it's something we've already talked about but what's a dish that you always cook for people that you love um like um if i have people over mm-hmm. i will cook proper burmese curry burmese feast like curry and rice okay and i say curry like we've got different sort of like it's not all like one curry dish and then we have like one fried veggies and then soup and then salad and that's like you know the so whole the feast is, yeah yeah and what we do is, the funny thing is that I find it really like, it, here people will have soup first and then have the main dish, mm-hmm. rice or whatever, you know. But in Burma, we have soup on the side while we're eating. Okay. Rice. So you have a little so bowl like, next to your plate. Yeah. Right, okay. We don't have starter. We have we have <laughs> starters and main all, all at once. And yeah. then soup's on the side. So it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of a good idea because when you have, it's like palate cleansing you know yeah constantly yeah and then it's so like that. if you're just having a bottle of soup it's the same flavor the whole time yeah yeah like that's it. it up okay cool. I noticed that like my when I make rice bowl for my husband my husband will mix everything up but what we do is like we put a little bit of curry and with that and rice and a little bit of something and then with yeah. that rice we don't you know so I would eat got more all like taste. that I think like a little yeah. bit at a time otherwise it all just 
levels yeah. of one. Yeah. And you wouldn't know what's, what tastes what. And, you know, yeah. it just becomes one. Yeah. But he would like to mix. But he, well, what he doesn't do is with a noodle dish, he would just pick it up and eat it. I'm like, no, no, no. Mix noodle dish, you mix it. With rice, you don't mix it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where he's going confused, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because the pasta has already been, you know, seasoned mm-hmm. and mixed it up, isn't it? Before mm-hmm. us, like, we put everything on, you know, like all the seasoning and all the veg and toppings on the on top of the noodle right. so you have to mix it up mm-hmm. cool and so you have a burmese curry on the table yeah, burmese What's curry. Like, how what kind of goes into a burmese curry uh it's very it's well it's not like indian curry we don't put too much masala or, or like all of spices mm-hmm. it's very simple just onion garlic ginger saute that's the sauce the basic you know curry sauce and you sometimes put like some tomato mm-hmm. and sometimes i put a little bit of fish paste mm-hmm. but that's not for you know all the dishes some some of like pork dish doesn't go with the fish uh, paste right. i don't put that so yeah but my favorite thing is like I prefer like soupy sort of curry. Yeah. Like green curry style, but like, like more, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that thick curry mm-hmm. style. Chicken so you don't and put potato. like lentils or anything to thicken it? Oh, uh, lentil. We have like, we will have the lentil soup on the side mm. and we just put it on to the rice mm-hmm. and mix it with the curry. Mm. <laughs> oh, so good. I've got um, the Rangoon sisters cookbook their cookbook yeah and I love it because it is it's so simple but like the flavors are just like amazing like they're they've got an egg curry and honestly we have it nearly every week because it's so easy to make but it's like it tastes so good do you put the uh, tomato tomato yeah yeah, tomato yeah what we what we usually put is we put like a bit of tempering sauce yeah as well okay. to make it a little bit sour mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing but yeah egg curry is so good I love it very comforting their cookbook is amazing because you they use the ingredients they put the ingredients that you could easily get from any supermarket mm-hmm. so that's why it's very simple and you know yeah. side of sort of introducing people relatable to yeah relatable yeah 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 that I is know. that is good I think we um I chatted to do you know Rab from Rab Cooks? He's like a yeah, yeah, food yeah. blogger. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had him on the podcast as well. And we were kind of chatting about this. We were like, is that a good thing or not? Like, cause I I don't know much about Burmese food and I've got their cookbook. So to me, that's what it is. I don't really know yeah. that God. it's simplified or changed. Yeah. So if you're looking for a because we were actually talking about Mexican food because there's not loads of Mexican cookbooks That's in true. the UK. And he was like, yeah. he actually goes on TikTok to find Mexican yeah. chefs who like tell him the proper ingredients. Yeah. And then he kind of changes it. But but at the same time, then how do you make something accessible to people? So that, that's it. Yeah. So, so that's why you need to have different cookbooks for mm-hmm. like different audience. Yeah. And I feel like cookbook like that for especially to introduce people what Burmese food is and also the students mm-hmm. students wouldn't know where like to go to like Chinese supermarket to get all these authentic you know like Asian ingredients so it's brilliant for them so we mm-hmm. have another another author another Burmese author I don't know if you know Mimi Lee mm-hmm. Mimi so she um she has she, an MSG podcast right yes yes yeah. that's her yeah 
So her cookbook is more authentic and okay. it would just break it down, that sort of thing. So, like, you know, very different, different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good to have both then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes you want to just make a quick dish. Sometimes you just want to, okay, I'm going to, I've got all these cookbooks, you know, that's very authentic and I have to like, okay, make a time, you know, like this weekend I'm going to make this and take it out and just buy, you know, that sort of thing. So it's very, very different. Mm -hmm. We've got easy, I've got a lot of cookbooks. Yeah, me too. Many. Too many. I've I've been banned from buying any more for a while. I just like to have them. yeah I know like people say so which ones do you actually cook from and I have to be like oh yeah I'm not sure but I always look at them for inspiration and yeah like like, just flip them and like just just by looking at that's just making me very calm yes yeah definitely we are proper cooks aren't we (laughs) foodie proper foodie proper foodies and then I always see um Pippi um like posting new cookbooks she's got and I'm like oh I need more <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. all the Asian cookbooks I have mm. to have and especially the Burmese one I like to have them in the house yeah. all of them so I've got all of them and there's one that I don't know if you know him he's uh, Ryan he's called um Brian sorry he's um Filipino mm-hmm. he does cookbook and he made this Burmese cookbook really thick one and it's just amazing he's Is it- yeah, he's gone to like he's traveled around Burma for about three months and wow. did research, and very impressive. You know, That's some cool. of the things, yeah, some of the things I have never cooked. All these recipes are in there, so I'm like, oh, you know, I have to have it. And it's called morning mornings are for Mohinga. So. Yeah, have a look. Oh, that's such a beautiful name. Yes. And I'm like, you're that's my book, you know, because I'm I'm all about Mohinga. Mornings before Mohinga. Yeah. Brian, did you say? Brian. He's on he's on Instagram as well. He's so lovely. He's he's got a new cookbook out which I which I've got. Brian Co. So Brian K O H is his surname. Cool, thank you. Yeah. I'll put that in the um, podcast notes for people. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, Sauce has got the uh, it's, it's, he's he's got this Filipino cookbook that's called, called Milkier Pigs. <laughs> I know <laughs> his books are so beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful. I yeah. love that because yeah, it's like I think it makes it sound romantic (laughs) I know I know and it's like it's like a dictionary it's really big that's so impressive it's very impressive it takes me hours just write one recipe (laughs) I know I know sometimes like I just want to post this picture of this new dish but I don't want to write recipe I know people would be like messaging me saying like can you give me a recipe (laughs) yeah I'd have to that's why like before I post it yeah very lazy very yeah I'm not just post this pretty picture of my food please yeah <laughs> so what does cooking for love mean to you obviously uh, love to cook but <laughs> well yeah again like I love just I, I love to feed people mm-hmm. not just cooking it's all like you know just like to again it comes from my culture just love to um feed people every time we have guests we I have to make something even like Mm -hmm. a little thing 
So and then it comes, I feel like it brings people together. There are many people that doesn't love food, and you know, you know, sometimes you connect with people on that level. You know, I've made a lot of new friends after COVID because of my business. I've got you know, like yourself and Zor mm-hmm. is my new friend as well. It's all related, food related. You've got that in common. Yeah, I've got new friends through that, through food and cooking, and you know, so that to me is, I don't know, it's just something about connecting with people. Yeah, I think. That's probably something like I relate to that so much because it is such a special feeling to f- feed someone is like, and to bring people together. I I just love it as well, and it's like almost like an honor to cook for people, and people always thank you for cooking. But I always love like the conversation that happens around the meal, yeah, and yeah. if you like, yeah, you can. It's like a leveler as well. Like even if you don't have much in common, you can always have yeah. a conversation around meal that's it and sometimes I'm like, not necessarily meeting them sometimes you watch a food program and you know like Andy Bourdain I feel like I know him mm-hmm. you know yeah I feel like I knew him like just through watching his series and you know just reading his book and mm-hmm. sort of like connect to him in that level yeah. you know yeah. so when he passed away I was so upset it's like losing a someone that you know yeah I think a lot way. of people a lot of chefs felt like that yeah is, like... you, you don't know him in person but yeah. that you know just watching even watching the food show just it's just comforting to me mm-hmm. oh I'm the same I always stick that on if I'm yeah I need something yeah my hangover on. program is that yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it every time I have hangover and uh, another thing that I connect with my husband is through food as well the, mm-hmm. the you know I don't think I can be with anyone who doesn't like food as much as I do that sort of thing you know I, I know I've met a few people who doesn't like you know who's not into food he's not a foodie but that sort of like you know have that connection mm-hmm. and with my son also because we're foodie he's got like he's amazing he's just 12 but he's amazing with his like um he's very adventurous when it yeah. comes to food you know he started eating Korean like tupuki and stuff like that which I never even had when I was his age mm-hmm. so that's another thing that I, I had that in common with my son you know I could just take him out even though he's only 12 I would just take him out anywhere Try and new enjoy food, it yeah yeah that's he, so cool I mean for him it's so cool because he's grown up with two different kind of styles of cuisines like exposure yeah. to like so he's been exposed to loads of different flavors and that's probably why he's so adventurous because he's like oh yeah go for it he was very picky when he was younger Mm -hmm. and it just he's as he's growing up you know he's just you know now he's he's tasting my food or anyone's food and he's like oh this like this and you know yeah he's like (laughs) oh amazing i know he's like oh you need to have a little bit of crunch because it's all because asian food mostly i like very for example like um congee it's like soupy but mm-hmm. we're so used to that texture we're fine but for him he said like, oh it'd be nice to have a bit of crunch crunchiness to it yeah. a bit of sweetness you know it's quite like, oh. a very developed palate yes <laughs> <laughs> it comes from both of us yeah. my husband is like that as well so. yeah well if you're both like excited about food as well then chat about it a lot it makes sense yeah we should definitely go out for food you know yeah I would love that I want to go to O'Neill's Kitchen. I'm desperate. I yes. really want to go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Like, I really want to go. Yeah, me too. That would be a lot of fun. That was my lockdown, like my favorite lockdown. 
um, delivery, you know. Mm. <laughs> My son absolutely loved her, her carbonara. Oh, I love. Um, I used to be called when I was going to get Katie carbonara. Because I ate carbonara <laughs> so much. I love it. I have to get that one again. Oh, definitely. And I, I like the um the pistachio pasta. Oh, I haven't had that before. Yeah, I like that. Is it like a pesto? Yeah, it's got pesto and uh, it's got pistachio sauce mm. as well. So like, yeah, it's very rich. I sometimes I can't finish all of it, mm. but I like it. I really like it. We should definitely go. I was so excited for her when I saw that she's opening a new restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you know. Another yeah, lockdown. No, it's definitely top of my recommendations list, even though I've not been yet. But yeah, I'm excited to go. I should go. I'll. I'll. I think Sauce has already been. Actually, I just yeah. saw her post. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm oh sure my she'll God. come again if she wants. Oh to. yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do definitely. We should go eat some. Oh, we should take you to uh, an Asian place or hot pot place. Oh yeah, hot pot. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good actually. Yeah. And it's nice to go with people who know what's the order. What's yeah. The order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people get so confused. I take my white friends, uh, my British friends, to uh, like a Korean barbecue place, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, what do I do now, May?" how do I eat this you know like oh I have to cook by myself yes can <laughs> be very overwhelming when you're not sure what the yeah yeah because like, you know it's so good but you like you want to order the right things and yeah 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 that's it and you don't know what sauce to you you don't know whether to put the sauce on and my my friends are not very they are they love to eat but they're not very good at like cooking yeah. <laughs> they love to eat that they they love a good food but they just don't know so I just take them out and we have a group that are more adventurous and we just, I just take them out I recommend restaurants mm-hmm. and we go we go um in a group you know that's um it's fun to go in a big group when you can try lots of things and stuff yeah 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 that's it mm-hmm. sharing that's another thing with uh, cooking for love, isn't it? It's sharing food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I'm sorry. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. Is my dog saying hi? Hi. Oh, this has been so lovely. Oh, thank you so much. I feel much like for we could ch- chat forever. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I, I never got around to telling you that I, you know, I sort of like left my work, my permanent, you know, mm-hmm. stable job to do this full-time we can add that in if you want to chat about it yeah you know I mean if you if you if it is like because I know a lot of people did that but um I know a lot of people who still wants to leave their job and do this like Mm -hmm. full-time but I feel like I'm quite lucky that I get that chance you know Mm -hmm. um so what were you doing before I'm in finance I was in finance okay (laughs) very different from what I'm doing very different (laughs) But I guess it helps me with my business, you know, so I know how to, you know, sort off my tax and, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, all these financial side of business side of things. Mm-hmm. So that helps. But um, yeah, I was just become, I, I was becoming really like depressed mm-hmm. because I started doing the Chili Y business. And the more that I do that, the more I wanted, I know, I knew I wanted to do more of that and leave my you know not didn't have any interest in carrying yeah. on with my finance job yeah so I'm like okay this is it's time for me to leave and especially during COVID lockdown and I you know it just my 
perspective of that. It's changed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's a very brave decision, though. Yeah, it was very, very scary because it was a stable income, you know, mm-hmm. uh, prop, and then doing this as a new business. I wasn't sure whether it will work out and, you know, will I like it? Will I, will I last, you know, mm-hmm. all these questions. But I did it and I felt like, why didn't I do this before, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, then you know, you made the right decision. Yeah. A lot happier now. Because mm-hmm. I used to cook when I'm like, because a, a lot of things been going on back home. I When I get stressed, I cook. Mm-hmm. That's like my sort of like a safe safe space in a way. You know, I would like, I like to cook at night. So it's perfect for making chili while I just put my podcast on or put my program on and just started cooking. Just very therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. So cooking isn't like a stressful thing. So when I'm cooking, what's well, serving is <laughs> yeah so cooking in your own home at your leisurely time is lovely yeah. I, that's why I'd like to cook at home as well I, I love it I like prepping so I like yeah. it it's very therapeutic so um that part is you know really enjoyable so the more that I did that the, the more I want the less I had you know I don't know I'm just lacking interest in my work and mm-hmm. I just like I just thought no I can't do it anymore and I'm, I, I'm quite lucky because my husband could support me in yeah. that way you know he was very supportive and he's like just you know if you're not happy anymore just do this and uh, it helps that my chili jars were like selling really well <laughs> so he was like oh okay so you you, you can do this you know yeah. <laughs> oh that's so good that, like yeah I mean that's an amazing story because yeah it's so scary to give up a stable income and kind of go for it on your own but your real success story in I'm sure you're an inspiration for a lot of other people who might be thinking about it yeah that's it because I feel like life is too short to be like unhappy in a job Mm -hmm. that you don't you know if you're not if you don't love your job I think that's my another my my podcast host asked me was a successful person I feel like to me success is your passion and your work comes mm-hmm. together you know it's mm-hmm. that that is a success it not necess- doesn't necessarily have to be you know the business will make lots of money or it's not about that it's about you know things that you love doing and that's your career that sort of thing mm-hmm. the same thing you know not a lot of people are lucky to have that because yeah. I, I you know, growing up in Burma I didn't know what I wanted to do you know we didn't have that sort of opportunities and you know like we never our, our education wasn't great basically mm-hmm. so we sort of had to learn what we're good at you know mm-hmm. and um, I've learned it late basically I thought I, you know I wish I cooked since I was a, a sort of like a teenage years yeah. and, yeah well it was never too late I know I know like my mom she started cooking yeah she's done 50 so (laughs) she's probably into it now I was surprised Mm, she's been like sending me um recipes and all these that's fun to have that together yeah she was never like this (laughs) sorry my dog is moaning (laughs) yeah (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for having me. No, thank you. It's been such a pleasure to hear more about your story and why you cook for love. (laughs) Yeah, let's go out. Let's go out for food.
yes let's make that happen yeah i'm keen for that thank you for listening to cooking for love if you enjoyed the podcast please rate review and subscribe you can also follow cooking for love on instagram at cooking for love podcast see you next week